You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. So good morning, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the CCB GTT uh, presentation. Today is Wednesday, May the 19th, 2021. I'll go through the first part and we can see whether we want to plow ahead or whether we want to um, split that up. Um, so just a reminder that a couple of weeks ago, I did a presentation on the phone app of your iPhone that, that comes built into your iPhone. And it is... Uh, it was an interesting topic, but a lot of people asked about the contacts app that is built into your phone and also is in another place on your iPhone, but also on other iDevices. And so I said I would do something on that. So the app is called Contacts. It's available in two places on your iPhone. So in your, on your iPhone, it is in your phone app, as we found the other day. It's one of the tabs on the bottom of your phone app. And also on any iDevice, it is in a folder when you get your iDevice called Extras. But you can move it out of there and you can put it wherever you'd like to put it. Um, you can do a spotlight search for contacts. And the way to do this, if you are running voiceover, is to swipe down with three fingers and it will open a search field. This is from any home screen. You can do that. Swipe down with three fingers. So when you're in the search field, you can search for contacts. You can do this by uh, typing in or dictation um, with the two finger double tap to start dictation, the two finger double tap to finish dictation. And it will, uh, there's a search button on the bottom right-hand corner of your screen, and you can search for it like that. And at the top of the list, once you search for it, will be contacts, and you can open um, the app from there. But as we've done with our other presentations, before we go into the contacts app, let's go into your settings app and explore what settings are available for your contacts. So luckily for us, when I asked Siri to open contacts in settings, so I said, open, open contact settings, uh, Siri did that. But in case Siri decides not to do that, uh, you can open the settings app and then you, you keep going down, swiping right, and it will appear in the list just after the settings for mail. So once you open, your contacts, your contact settings under settings. At the top is a heading, allow contact to access. So your first button is Siri and search. So if you double tap on this, you're going to get some options. So this is for Siri and search. So when Siri's, when you're asking Siri things about your contacts, here are the um, options that you get. Show Siri suggestions for contacts. So this is a toggle. You can have it on or off. So uh, what that means is Siri, once Siri suggests contacts, they show up on your screen. 
learn from the app. So this can be on or off. And I find uh, when I have it on, it, it seems to find contacts that I've used more recently, or if I knew if I had five gyms there and I always called Jim Hamilton, he would be at the top of the list for that. The app learns the, the ones that you, you use most frequently. So that's what you get in that setting, in that setting for Siri. So the next heading is on the home screen. So this is still in Siri and search, but on the home screen, you can show suggestions from the app on or off on your home screen. And you can show, uh, you can show whether the app is in your search when you're searching for something on your home screen can be on or off and you can see whether um, content is on or off in your search screen. So if you're searching for something on your search screen with Spotlight, do you want it to suggest things from your contacts? If you turn it off, it won't suggest contacts. It'll just suggest other things. So there's a brief description of that. I have all of these set to on. And then the next heading below is on the lock screen. So you can decide whether you want Siri suggestions or search suggestions to show up on your lock screen, even when your phone is locked. Um, show suggestions from the app can be on or off. Now, some people do turn this off. It'd be interesting to hear in the Q&A what people feel. Um, because some people say they don't want anyone who picks up their phone or finds it to be able to access things on the lock screen when your phone is locked. Um, I have mine off, but I don't know if uh, that's a big, um, I'm being over paranoid. So this is all that's available in Siri and search. So now you go back to your main contact settings and you can do this uh, by a two finger scrub or a chord B with a braille display or finding the back button in the top left-hand corner of your screen. So our next setting after Siri and search is accounts. And it will say accounts and then the number of accounts you have and then button. So that's quite handy. So it would say accounts four, account seven, and it will say button. Um, if you double tap on it, you enter the accounts page where there are settings for the accounts. So it lists each account as a button. And it's good that when voiceover reads the account, so it would say, say it said Kim Kilpatrick iCloud button, and then it tells you what you have turned on for each account. So mail, contacts, notes, etc. So I'm going to explore this more in, in a minute because I'm going to uh, tell you about uh, an iCloud account and also a Gmail account because it's a bit different for them. And so if you go through all your accounts, at the bottom of that list, you can add an account. So this is one place you can add an account. And I didn't realize uh, that you could do it in here, but it is one place where you can add an account. And below this are settings for fetching new data. So um, automatically when you get a phone, this fetch new data is set to push. And what push means is that anytime something changes, if you get a new email or a text, 
or something refreshes, it sends that data to your phone. And so in a way, your phone is always checking to see if you got a new email, if you got a new text, if anything changed. Um, and that can limit your battery life a little bit, but also you may not want that. You may only want it to look for data for new things when you open that particular app. So if you double tap on fetch new data, um, your options are so you can have different options too for different accounts, but um, your options are to do it manually. So when you swipe down the screen with three fingers to refresh your screen, say, um, it will check then. So the phone is, is then not checking at all unless you say, I want you to refresh the screen. I want you to check for mail. You can set it to, to fetch your data every hour, every 30 minutes, or every 15 minutes. So you can, you can play with that if you want to. So that's all under uh, the same page as account settings. Now I just want to go and open uh, the settings for an iCloud account and also the settings for another account just to show you the differences. So I opened uh, under accounts, I opened the settings for my iCloud account. So I double tapped on iCloud account. And in iCloud account, you have a lot of things. So it's similar to uh, when you first open settings, your name appears up at the top of that screen. And this is very similar to that. In fact, it could be virtually the same as that. It looks very similar um, to me. So it has a button for your name and your phone numbers and your email address. So if you double tap that, it shows what's linked to your, um, your account for iMessage, FaceTime, shows your Apple ID. Um, there's something called hide my email, which I, I never used that. And then it shows my date of birth and then it gets into the subscriptions. So I did not know this part. So these are subscriptions you could subscribe to through Apple. And I actually haven't subscribed to any of them, but they are announcements. So if Apple has announcements, they could send those to you about Apple products, uh, software, etc. Apps, music, TV, and more. So if there's new releases, new apps, new music coming out, new Apple TV Plus, they can... You can subscribe to that. Apple News Newsletter. Um, this is for new content from Apple News. So like if there's new things in there, you can subscribe. So I had no idea that was anywhere. I didn't know. Um, next to the subscriptions is password and security. So a lot of these as I said, are found like the password and security are found at the top under your name, but they're also here in contacts. So there's a list of your apps using Apple ID and two factor authentication, which means you have to get a code from your device to, um, to enter your password or, and it lists your trusted phone number, 
all of all of these these things are in there under context. There's also something called recovery key, which I didn't know about, and I will explore that sometime. And if anyone has used this to sign in on another device, it's a it's another way to keep your yourself safe. But you can have that offer on, and then you have your payment and shipping. Uh, so that's if you're using Apple Pay, what accounts you have. All of this is in your contact setting. And then you have subscriptions. So this is a little bit different than the Apple subscriptions. These are subscriptions uh, that you might have for Apple Music and other things that you have to pay annually. So they're listed there. And then the, the next setting is iCloud. And if you double tap that, again, you find out what apps are using iCloud. That could be photos, mail, contacts, calendars, reminders, notes, and it, it syncs. Uh, it syncs over. And messages, you can have that on or off using iCloud. That would back up your messages. Safari, that would keep your bookmarks back um, backed up. News. So I guess if you have saved articles in Apple News, I have this off, but if you have saved articles in Apple News, it could it could back them up. And home, again, if you have home uh, connected devices, it could probably back up like what you have connected and, and health can be on or off. So it keeps track of your steps, your workouts and all of that. Wallet, and that's if you use Apple Pay. Game Center, so if you play a lot of games, it shows whether or not uh, you're keeping scores and back up your scores and all of that, I, I have that off. Um, Siri, you can have that on or off to back up, keeping track of your Siri information. Um, I'm not sure if it keeps track of what you've asked Siri in the past or just kind of your Siri information. And then Keychain, which is Apple's uh, place for storing passwords. So. If you want your passwords to sync across devices, you probably want to turn that on. I hear it's very safe encrypted. I love uh, Keychain. And then there's iCloud Backup. So um, you can turn all of these on or off to back up to iCloud. Uh, iCloud Drive is listed there. That's your uh, storage system that Apple has. That's similar to Dropbox, OneDrive, et cetera. Um, books, you can have that turned on or off to back up. And that's like iBooks. Uh, purchases that you have or free ones, it'll sync them across your devices, which I didn't know. Uh, pages can be backed up. That's the word processor that Apple has, similar to Word on the PC. Your Apple Maps can be backed up. So I guess if you uh, put in locations, that can be on or off and shortcuts. Any shortcuts you've created, they can sync across devices. And support, I don't know much about that. I don't use that. I don't have that on. But I guess if you've had support from, from them, maybe it backs up what support you've had or something. Voice memos, I didn't know they, they synced across devices. Uh, if you use the voice memos app to make a recording, you can have that on and a new phone would get all of those recordings. And watch, so it syncs your information for your watch. And then it starts to go in and list all the apps you have, and I won't, I won't go through all of that. So again, this is all in the iCloud account settings under contacts, so it's all there. 
Now, when you go back to iCloud account settings after iCloud, you get media and purchases. So we won't explore that right now, but that's things that you've purchased in there. And then we get to Find My. This is for Find My iPhone, Find My AirTags if you get them, AirPods, Mac, Watch. Uh, you can have that, you can set that up under there. And next is family sharing. If you're sharing purchases with your family members and it'll show up there. And then there'll be a list of the devices that you have. So that's all under settings, contacts and accounts for your iCloud. So you're gonna find everything there that you need to back up, to turn on and off, to do all this with them. Now, fortunately, if you have say a Gmail account or an Outlook account, it's gonna be very much simpler <laughs> what you're gonna find in there. So when you are on the accounts page and say I hear my GTT program at gmail.com account, I double tap on that. And what I find here is much simpler than when I tap on my iCloud account. And under this, you find, um, just one sec, I'm just skimming my braille. It has mail, so that's for your email, contacts, calendars, and notes. So if you turn them on or off, they're not gonna show up on your phone. So say for example, you had one calendar that you use and you have a new Gmail account, but you're never gonna use its calendar or its contacts, you could turn those off. So they're not syncing over to your phone and you're not getting confused by getting holidays in Canada, 515 million, it's Christmas day, whatever those. Um, so you can do this, you can turn contacts on or off for each account, you can have them all on or all off except one, or you can decide what you wanna do. Probably you're gonna want mail on though, because uh, you want it to, to sync think around. Um, so after that in the Gmail account, at the bottom is delete account. So it's it's very um, simple compared to the iCloud one. Um, if you double tap on the first button you come to when you open your account, so it would say my name, the email address and it says button. You will then go into your email settings for that account. So you'll get, you can put in a description of the account. If it's a work account, instead of it just calling it Gmail, it'll say description and there's a field. You can put that in, uh, work, work email or um, social club email or whatever you're, whatever you're doing on that account. Uh, you can change the name of your account and you can do uh, you can do a lot of things in in there and there's advanced settings like your incoming servers and all of that under that when you tap on your mail account. So now I'm going to go out of the account settings back into the main contact settings. We're almost done. I'm really, I thought this wouldn't take me so long when I was preparing it. It took me forever to get through these settings, which is, which is really good that it's so rich and deep, but uh, um, believe me, it, I was surprised at how much was in the contact setting. So after accounts in the main contact settings, you have sort order 
and display order. So you can decide, you can have either or both of them uh, sorted with last name first or first name first. So you can decide the way you want it to, to be when you open your address book. Do you want to see all the last names? You think of people by first name. Do you like, uh, well, my name will start with K, so that wouldn't be a good uh, thing. But I, I don't think of Nolan as Mr. Jenikoff, so I might like them sorted with first name first so that under the N's would be Nolan as opposed to under the J's would be Jenikoff. Um, so it's up to you how you want these sorted, but you can sort them in the way you feel comfortable with. Um, there's another setting which is short name on. And uh, what it does for this, and they said it, especially if you have a lot of people with very long last names, um, it can have the first name listed and the last initial. So I would be listed as Kim K and Nolan would be Nolan J and you're not seeing all of that. So I don't know, it may be possible that someone might like just to see the first name and the last initial. And if you want that, you can turn this on. Um, it means you can fit more names on the screen, I guess too, but I haven't uh, done that. Then there's a setting, prefer nicknames. So if you give a lot of people nicknames and you like them, uh, you like to be able to um, put in nicknames and look for people by their nicknames, you can turn this on. I don't have it on. Um, it says it'll use nicknames when available. So if you have lots of nicknames for all your friends and you wanna um, call them, <laughs> you, can, you can have that turned on. Um, and after the, the, the short name button, which also has the nicknames in it, there is my info. And then there's a default account, uh, which you can decide when you send an email, which account do you want it to go, go from? Um, you know, when you put a contact in, what do you want your account? What default account do you want? And then there's a button called imports and contacts. And I did not know that, that there was such a thing here. And supposedly when you tap on it, it looks as if you can import contacts from accounts to other ones. I do not know if this is new and I haven't tried it yet. So I'm sorry that was so long, but that is all about the settings. And don't be afraid, I will, I do have all written out about the contacts themselves, how to, I know Faye had asked how to do labels and all of that, but I wanna pause there and see if there's any questions about the settings for contacts or any comments about that. Um, and then just check in to see if people are overwhelmed or how we're doing in terms of this. Uh, the contacts part isn't as long as what I just did um, too. I just want you to know, and I'm really sorry that it was, a, if it was confusing, but there's a lot packed into those settings. And when I opened it, I thought it would be very basic, but there you go. <laughs> so let's go to the contacts app itself. So um, as I said, you can ask, you can ask Siri to open contacts um, and it will. I don't know if it'll open the one on your phone by default. Uh, 
in the phone app by default, it probably will open the app. So you can ask Siri to do that, or you can do a spotlight search for that with the three finger flick down, um, and then you can open contacts. So when you open contacts, so when you open the contacts app, it's a little bit different than many other apps that we've talked about on here. A lot of the apps we talked about on here mention that there uh, are tabs that Apple calls them tabs all along the bottom of your screen. But the contacts app does not have tabs. Um, so it's a little bit different in, in, in that respect. So when you open contacts at the top left-hand corner, it, there's an add button. So that's to add a new contact and we'll do that uh, shortly. And then if you swipe right with one finger, you come to a search field. So this is very handy in contacts, especially if you have a lot of contacts. I have a lot of contacts in my contacts and it's very handy. And it allows you to search for any of your contacts. So if you double tap on the search field, you're gonna get your on-screen keyboard come up or you can use a Bluetooth keyboard or a braille display or dictate, and you can search for someone that are in your contacts. So you can even type in the first part of the name. Like if I typed in NOL, uh, it would probably find Nolan right off the bat. So you can do a search and the search button uh, when you're in the text field is in the bottom right hand corner of your of your keyboard if you do want to press it. So once you've done a search, if you swipe right with one finger, you are going to find the most relevant results. And I think if you do have some of these predictions turned on for your screen, um, the people you contact the most will probably be at the top. So as I said, if I have five gyms and Jim Hamilton's the one I contact most, then Jim Hamilton will probably be at the top of that list. So if you decide not to use the search feature, but you kind of want to browse through your contacts, there's a really neat uh, thing that Apple has had for quite some versions now. So if you swipe right beyond the search, um, you will hear section index adjustable. So what that means is it's put you in a list of headings and the headings are the letters of the alphabet in this case. So if you think of the time when maybe you had a print address book that had A, like you had a tab in the side for A and then B or C and whatever, and you could just flick to the tab, it's kind of like that. So if you're on that um, place where it's saying section index adjustable, if you swipe down with one finger, you'll go through the alphabet letter by letter. So you can swipe down to B, C, D, et cetera. And if there's nothing in that um, heading, it won't mention the letter. So if you have no Qs, it's gonna say P and then R afterwards. And on a Bluetooth keyboard, you can use your, your down arrow uh, or your, yeah, your down arrow. Um, and on the a Braille display, chord six will bring you down in through that list and chord three, will bring you up towards the top. And swiping up with one finger will take you backwards through this list. Um, so that is really handy. So say um, the business you want starts with a D 
instead of me swiping right, swiping right all through until I get to D. Um, say it starts with D, but I don't remember the name of it. I think I know it starts with D, but I don't remember. So I don't want to put in just D because then so many contacts would come up. I get to that section index, swipe down until I hear D, and then swipe right and I start in the Ds. So I'm not having to go through all a bunch of contacts before I get to D. So that is a really innovative thing that Apple's had for quite some time. And I, I don't know that some people maybe don't know about it or don't use it. Um, if you want to browse directly through your contacts, uh, you don't pause on that section index uh, adjustable. You just swipe right and you start into contacts. And you're going to go through them contact by contact the way that you have sorted them. But the first contact card at the top should be your own one. It puts you right at the top. Um, and so you can do it that way if you want to do it that way. If you want to see all your contacts, you can keep swiping right through them if you want to. Um, if you want to see or alter the information for a contact, you double tap with one finger on it. So once you do that, so you're inside now one of your contacts, in the top left-hand corner is the edit button. So if you want to edit that particular contact, you want to change someone's phone number or email, um, you would double tap on that. Um, so I'm going to tell you the fields that you're going to find within the contact, uh, all the fields you can find within a contact if you're, if you're editing it. The first thing would be a photo of that person. So if you have low vision, perhaps you might want to have a photo. I don't know if that helps some people. I'd be curious to know if it does. Um, but if you keep swiping right, you get to the name. Um, so it depends. If you're not editing and you're just swiping through the contact, it really depends what you have put in for this contact, what you will find. So um, if you're swiping right, you'll get to a name first. Um, and then you could find the various ways you could contact them. So if you have filled in fields for texting, you'll get a message button. If you have filled in their phone number, you'll get a call button in the phoning in the regular ma manner. And if they have an iDevice, if they have an iPhone, you might get a link for, uh, I mean, a button to FaceTime them. FaceTime, if they have, if they have an email address, there'll be a button that will say email. And then um, if you swipe along, you'll hear the various numbers. So say you have two emails for that person, you'll, you'll hear those, you'll hear the phone numbers, and you might hear like home followed by phone number, iPhone followed by that, uh, work, etc. cetera. Um, so it really depends what contact, what, how you have your contact, that contact set up. A different contact, all you might have, say for your doctor's office, might be their address and phone number. So the other fields, you will not see them. Um, you might see a website, because there is a place for that. If you've put that in, the street address, and if they have more than one street address, like if you had a home street address and a work, you could see that. And you can add in social profiles. I'll talk a little bit about that. 
And then there's a note box uh, at the very end of each contact. There's notes. And we talked about this a little bit. And I know Dave uh, from Winnipeg was saying he puts in who this person is, how, how, what reason they're in their, your contacts. And I sort of wish that I'd done that for some of my contacts because I'm afraid to delete them. And I don't always remember who they are and why I had them in there. Um, you can also put things, uh, for those of us that are blind, you can put directions in to get to their place. I find this handy for doctor's appointments where I'll put, um, I have the address in, but I put, when I go in the building, you know, turn left. When I get off the elevator, turn right. It's the first door on the right. Because there's some places you don't go very frequently and you and you forget that. Um, so you can put those things in. If you want ring numbers for people that live in apartment buildings where there's a, a, a physical um, kind of display of ring numbers for people, I put their ring number into that notes field uh, because I need to ring it on the actual screen that they have there, but I don't know, I can't look it up. So I do that. So now I'm gonna show you how to add a contact and it's kind of the similar fields come up if you're editing a contact, but I thought, uh, why don't we add a contact and I'll show you all of the things that show up there. Um, so again, when you open the contacts act, there's an add button in the top left-hand corner of your screen. And if you double tap on it, the first field you get to is first name, and it's a text field, of course, and then you get to last name. And then the next field is company, and then there's a button called phone. So if you double tap on phone, um, you're gonna be in a text field to put the phone number in, but I know people were asking about the labels. So when you double tap on phone, you land in the text field to put in the number. But if you swipe left, you're going to get to the list of labels. I think for phone, the first one is um, home or something like that. It might, it might, uh, it might um, default to that. But you don't need to worry if it is. You double tap on that button. And you, then you're in the list of labels. It'll say heading labels and you swipe right and you can pick whichever one. So under phone, here are the ones you can have. So mobile. So if you don't know if someone has an iPhone, you might put mobile in. If they have an Android, you would put mobile in because they can't iMessage with you. There's home, work, school. That's new. I, I don't remember that before. Um, iPhone, Apple Watch, Main, Home Facts, Work Facts, Pager, Other, and Add Custom Label. So when you add custom label, you can put in whatever you want. Other Facts, Work iPhone. And so once you double tap on the one you want to choose, it is now it has now become the label for that phone number. So. Um, and then it takes you back out of the list. So you're automatically, once you double tap on say work phone, you're back in the list and it'll say work phone. And then if you swipe right, um, you're going to find your, your text with your phone number in it. So beside the phone button, 
that's where you have the text field where, where you could put your number in. And beside this button is an add phone button. So say I'm putting in a new contact for Nolan and he has three phone numbers, home, work, and mobile or iPhone. I would tap on add. And when I do that, I'm right in a text field for the next number. And if I swipe left, I'm back in the labels again. And I can double tap and change the label if it's not the one I want. Um, and then beside that will be an add phone button and it'll it'll keep going until you add it as many as you want for that person. Um, but next to the add phone button is an add email button. And when you double tap on that, again, you're placed right in the text field to enter the email address. If you swipe left, Again, you're in the labels. Um, so uh, it might be saying home, which is the, um, the email for your home. Uh, but if you double tap on it, you're going to get in your labels list for emails. And for this, you can have home, work, school, iCloud, other, and add custom label. Um, yeah, so those are the ones for email. So after email is ringtone, and people ask about that sometimes. Um, it's usually set to default. So whatever ringtone you set your phone to have will be the one that you hear whenever your phone rings. But if you want someone to have their own ringtone, if it's a family member or your company or you want certain people to have a different ringtone so that even before you hear the voiceover say, this is Nolan, you uh, know who it is. Um, you double tap on the ringtone default and change it. So when you do this, it'll go into all the ringtones that Apple has provided you on your device and you can change it to for those people that you wanna have a different ringtone. Next to that is text tone. So this is very similar to the ringtone, but I didn't actually know you could have a different text tone. Um, when someone texts you, again, you can set it so that certain people have a unique different sound when they text you. So if you just want to hear that sound and know, oh, that person's text me, I really want to uh, make sure I read that fast, uh, you can change it. The next button after text tone is URL. So if there's a web link associated with this contact, you can put it in. So once you double tap this once again, uh, you are right in the edit field, in the text field to put in the web address. If you swipe left, again, you're on the labels list for a website or for the URL. The default is homepage. So, um, but you can also have homepage, homework, school, oh no, sorry, homepage, work, school, other, add custom label, Outlook. Um, so you can have a few things like that. Next to the URL button is add address. So if you double tap on this, um, you land on the street address. So there isn't a separate one for apartment or whatever. You put everything in the street address 
that uh, because your next button is going to be city. So you put your street address in to the text field and then you uh, swipe, if you swipe, um, if you swipe left after that text field, when you put the street address in, you reach the labels for address. So in this case, they're homework, school, other, add custom label. So again, you could have a home address and a work address for the, the same someone, street address, if you want to. So once you've changed the label and filled in the street address, swipe right to city. Again, this is a text field. So you put the city in and then you swipe right to province. And again, this is a text field, not a picker. So sometimes with those things, it's a picker. It's a text field in this case. And next is postal code, which is also a text field. And next you get to country or region. Um, it's also a text field, but in our case, Canada, well, in my case, Canada seemed to already be filled in there. Um, and beside this, you have add address. So it's kind of similar to add phone, add email. If you just put in someone's home address, you could double tap on add address, and you're going to go through all those fields again, the street address with the label to the left, city, province, and country. Um, so you can repeat that. So you can add a birthday for this person. So that's next to the street address. You can, that's a picker item. So you get the day, month, year, and you can, you can pick that, put the person's birthday in. I'm not sure why I wouldn't probably do that, but, um, and then you can add a related name. So <laughs> when you double tap this, uh, you're in a text field, but as usual in this app, there is the labels list for related name. And I tell you, there were millions of related names in this list. I started to write them all down for you and I decided, oh my goodness, no way I'm doing that. Um, uh, so it, it starts with mother, father, parent, brother, sister, all of this, son, daughter, and, and all that. Then it's friend, spouse, partner, assistant, manager. And then, and then under another, um, under, all labels, you get into all these step parents and siblings and aunts and cousins and great aunts and grandchildren and great grandchildren and, and all kinds of things that I thought, well, maybe you just want to type it in. I don't know. I don't know why you would. But anyway, they, they've covered all of their bases with their labeling system here. Um, so the thing about giving someone a label like that, if you want, you could then ask Siri, you know, call mom or call dad or call my brother or something like that. So that could be handy if you want to do that. That That's one reason why people might label someone. Uh, and so that that is one of the ways that, um, that you can do that. So after that, after you've uh, labeled someone, if you want, you can add a social profile. So if you double tap on this, you're once more in a text field to put in information. And to the left, once again, there's the labels button. So it's set to Twitter. Um, but when I double tapped on there, here's what I got. Uh, Messenger, that would be Facebook Messenger. Teams, that's Microsoft Teams. 
I got Era listed in mine. I, I was a bit surprised, but maybe it's because I have the app and they knew that it was there. Uh, Zoom, Twitter, Facebook, Flickr, LinkedIn, MySpace, and Sima Weibo. I think that's a Chinese one. Uh, and then add custom service. And next to that is add instant messenger and instant message. So again, when you double tap on that, there's a text field to put in it. And to the left, here's your labels for that. Um, default is Skype, but you can have Messenger for Facebook, Teams, Microsoft. Era was there again, Zoom, Skype, MSN, Google Talk, Facebook, AIM, Yahoo, ICQ, Jabber, QQ, and Gadu Gadu, which I didn't know what it was, and add a custom service. And then notes is the last field you'll be glad to know. Um, and again, we talked about the notes, and that's putting in things that you might want to put in um, a link or or directions or. And then there's add field, and I don't know why there would be any other field that you would need in this list, but if you find that there's not enough places to put information, there is an add field button. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at one 877 3040968 You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list you can send a blank email to gtt support plus sign subscribe at groups.io And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.org